Welcome to the Bippity Boppity Bankrolls podcast. My name is Alexis Boyette, and I am a motivational speaker, business strategist, and former nationwide CEO. I am here to help you uplevel your mindset, your magic, and your money through personal evolution and intuitive alignment. So if you are looking to live a happier, more abundant, more fulfilled life, you are in the right place. My goal in this podcast is to inspire you to transcend your limitations and become the next best version of yourself. I know you will get so much value from this podcast, so thank you for pushing play today. Now let's dive in. Hello, magic makers from around the world, and welcome back to the Bippity Boss podcast. I am honored and delighted to have a very special guest with us today, Brooke with Book Brooke Entertainment. Welcome. Hello. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So I found you on Instagram because you post just hysterical, relatable princess content. How did you get started doing that? a good question um in 2020 my dad barred my car one day and it got totaled (laughs) and i had a princess call that day and i remember you know like the kid asking me how was your day and i was sleeping beauty and i had to put on a smile and be like i've had the most magical day but really my car just got smashed into a billion pieces so i was like you know what i should make a TikTok about this this is kind of funny to me and i did And that just kind of blew up. And then I just kept thinking, there are so many random things that happen to you as a princess performer. I'm just going to keep making videos. And yeah, ever since I've been doing it. That's amazing. Do you ever run out of content? Sometimes I feel like I get into a little bit of like a, a creative mind funk, but then I'll like remember something that happened like three years ago at like 1 a.m. and be like, oh my gosh, I can make a video about that. And then I I just kind of keep going. That's so cool. And how long have you been princessing? I've been princessing since 2013, um, just as a side gig when I was in high school. And then when COVID hit, it kind of just became like, okay, this is my full-time job now. (laughs) Wow. Okay. So 2013, so it's 2023 now, so a decade. Yeah. It's been a while. (laughs) Wow. That's amazing. So do you have any goals as far as like, are you trying to reach a specific business level? Are you trying to, are you pursuing other things or like, what does the next five years look like for Brooke? Hmm. That's a good question. I just recently got back into the musical theater world, which is where my heart is. I have a degree in musical theater. So I just got cast in my first musical since 2019. And it's been interesting trying to balance it. I've had so many people reach out about princess parties and I've had to turn a lot of people away. Um, just because it's just me and I I don't have the time this summer with the show going on. So I think I'd like to try to figure out the best possible balance between the two of incorporating theater back into my life, but how can I still make parties a thing for me? Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's definitely something that a lot of creatives struggle with, especially when they are their main performer. And I know that the number one thing that I hear all the time is, you know, well, what about parents? They want to book me. How do I outsource whenever I expect a specific quality and standard for my business? And then they get into this fear mindset of, I can't outsource because I don't want my business to suffer in any way from having a performer that isn't as great as me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I totally agree with that too. And that's a problem I've been running into. I've been telling people like, oh, I have a really great friend. I can give you her email. And because people have watched me on YouTube and TikTok, like just this week, someone was like, no, my granddaughter wants you. Like she knows 
who you are and she wants to talk to Cinderella as you or you are Cinderella. So it's been a bit of a challenge. I've been trying to squeeze in people like literally at like 9 a.m. or as early as I can to try to get people in. Um, it's been kind of crazy. <laughs> Wow. And but there is so much potential, though, for your business, because essentially you've built yourself as a brand, which is incredible. And would you say that because I actually don't really have a TikTok or a TikTok following, but it's something that I've wanted to embark in because I've just kind of been in Instagram reels, which is it's its own. It's its own realm. <laughs> um, would you say that TikTok is a good outlet for bringing in clients? I think so. I especially think it's funny, during the pandemic, because I was mostly doing princess Zoom calls, TikTok was a really easy way for people to figure out that I do princess Zoom calls. And then there was a little bit of like a lull, I feel like maybe the past year where I stopped getting as many people reaching out because of TikTok. And then I had joined YouTube um, just in January. And now people are reaching out to me because of YouTube. So I feel like when people first find you and the excitement is there. That's when people really want to jump on it the most. I still do get people from TikTok, but it seems recently like YouTube has taken over for some reason. Um, Cause I have a question in my uh, contact form saying like, how'd you find out about me? And most time now it says YouTube. Oh, wow. That's incredible. Do you, do you get, so compared to like all of your outlets that you bring in clients, would you say that Google is a top ranking on there or actually like one of the bottom? I think one of the bottom at this point, I think because I have the links on my social media pages, people mm -hmm. just click it from there now. That makes so much sense. And whenever you do do your YouTube videos, do you like hashtag the location or how do people find you locally? No, that's a good question. <laughs> um, it's funny. I, I honestly like did this event at a mall a few months ago and sometimes I joined this other company. Um, so it wasn't under like my name, but I was playing Alice in Wonderland and I don't really put my location actually on YouTube that much um, or TikTok. And these people ran up to me and they're like, oh, my gosh, are you, are you that girl from YouTube shorts? Are you that princess girl? Are you Brooke? And I was trying to stay in character. I was like, oh, that's my friend, Brooke. I'm, I'm just Alice. Um, and like they all really wanted to meet me. So even though I haven't put my location, I feel like people have been finding me at like these events that I've been doing locally. And then they'll ask me if I'm from the internet. Wow. That's really cool though. You know, <laughs> your little mini princess celebrity. I, I know that kind of went like around your question, but that's honestly what's been happening. Like I, I sometimes even try not to put my location online. Like people ask me in videos, where are you located? And I say like, just go to my website because I feel like that's a little bit safer than just publicly being like, I'm here. Yeah, you never know. There could be like serious fans out there. <laughs> oh, yeah. They found my phone number, my mom's phone number. A kid called my mom once and was like, I really want to talk to Brooke from YouTube. And my mom was like, well, this is her mother. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. Yeah. Does that, does that happen frequently? It goes, it like comes in waves. And I think it's if I make, I think in the beginning of this year or maybe last year, I did make a video about how I had to try to take my number offline. And as soon as I made that video, like the little investigators came out and they tried to find my number again. Wow. <laughs> so it depends. Or like every now and then I'll get a random text being like, hi, I love you. Or I get a voicemail from a kid being like, you don't know me, but <laughs> this is my name. <laughs> 
Oh, I mean, that's that's pretty cool at the same. I mean, it's totally creepy and weird and scary that people can find your information like that, but also like it's endearing. Yeah, it's it's cute when it's cute. And then there have been times where I think kids have tried to be funny and they'll text me like, I scheduled a princess call right now. And you're not here and I'm going to leave a bad review and I'm mad at you. And I'm like, <laughs> I think they want me to make a video about them. So they're like, what's the craziest thing I can say to this girl? And maybe she'll put it in a video. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's an entire realm of just like internet fame that I have never delved into before. So that's so interesting that you're having that experience. I'm not surprised. Cause like I said, your videos are amazing. You do an incredible job. Uh, but it's also so fascinating to just be open to that new, that new realm of, you know, Insta fame and being seen on the internet and having your personal information out there and then also princessing. So, mm -hmm. Musical theater, obviously, is one of your main passions. And I know that your princess business is kind of like you want to keep it going, but you don't want to lose it. But at the same time, you want to be able to manage it and juggle it and grow it without sacrificing your own personal time and energy and freedom, because it's all about work life balance. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I would love to help you with that. So we'll talk about that later. Uh, but right now, let's talk about what got you started in princessing so like what was the reason i know it started out as a hobby but out of all the princesses which ones were the ones that you resonated with the most as a kid why did you decide to embody those princesses and what keeps you going to to keep doing this for a decade when i was a child i loved ariel well actually i always called her ariel and kids have told me recently it's pronounced ariel so i go back and forth between how i say her name um <laughs> But I just always loved her. I remember at my preschool graduation, they like put me on a microphone and said, what do you want to be when you grow up? And I said, a mermaid. And that's like a core memory because I remember the audience like kind of laughing um, at that moment. I don't know what about her. I think the fact that she was a mermaid, but also that she just loved to explore. And I just, I, part of your world has been like one of those songs for me that ever since I was a kid, it just like, tugs at my heart and it's like, I don't know, it resonates with me so much. Um, so definitely Ariel, but I, I didn't start playing Ariel as my first princess. I later became obsessed with Rapunzel when Tangled came out and I was like, oh yeah, this is me. And I, at the time I had really long hair. So people at school started calling me Rapunzel. And that's why that year for Halloween, I was like, you know what, I'm going to be Rapunzel. It was 2013 and that's when I got the costume and my mom was like, okay, we got you this costume. We had it made. You need to start using it. Um, <laughs> so that's what pushed me to start doing the princess parties. Um, but I think what's kept me going is just the fact that I've always known that I've loved performing and I've loved Disney princesses. And so if I can go to a party and just make like the parents laugh, and the kids happy and I get to sing for people, it kind of makes me feel like I am on a stage in a way. And it feels like my love for both things at once. That's beautiful. That's so beautiful. And it, it, you can combine all of your passions into one. And I love that it just happened naturally for you. Cause I feel like with many of us princesses, it did happen naturally. It's kind of like we fell into princessing, but we were always princesses of some kind. Like you mentioned part of your world was the main song for you growing up it was like your little theme song for me mine was just around the river bend by pocahontas so 
that just resonated with me so strongly. And still to this day, when I hear that song, I'm just like, that's me. That is my theme song, like forever searching and forever growing and forever wanting to know what else is out there. You know, that's why it makes me a serial entrepreneur is like, once I master something, I move on to the next thing and then on to the next thing. And it's, it's because I have this passion for just learning and trying new things and, and pushing myself outside of my comfort zone. So the fact that you resonate with Ariel, who is curious and fascinated by other worlds and respects other people and thinks that there's so many different cultures and so many different ways of living and all can be respected. That's just so beautiful. And I think that every princess has something valuable to offer, including Rapunzel, you know, who's about creativity and freedom and believing in yourself and kindness. And so there's so many layers of all of the princesses and uh, me and Carly, are you familiar with in character with Carly? I don't, it sounds familiar to me, but I can't picture in my head right now. She's amazing. She specializes in teaching people like how to really embody the per like the performances and the characters. And she talks about how layered all the princesses are. That's what we talked about in one of our former podcasts. And it's just so incredible to see how multifaceted they really are. You know, we had a conversation about Aurora because I told her, you know, one time I really struggled with portraying Aurora because I was like, she doesn't have that many lines, you know, <laughs> like I don't really resonate with that. And then we actually talked about the complexities of the different challenges she faces and what she must be thinking and everything in that realm. And I was just like, oh, I have so much more respect for this character that I didn't even realize. And I resonate with her in a completely different way than I ever have before. So portraying characters, being able to perform for children, uplift them, inspire them, and be able to all do that in a business that helps make money to put food on our table and for us to live our dreams. I mean, that's the ultimate dream, right? Mm -hmm. Totally. Yeah. So how has your experience been, because you've been in business for a while, how has your experience been with working? I know you mentioned that you work with one other character entertainment company. How have you found collaborations to go and how have you found the princess company um, community as a whole? Hmm. That is, that is a great question. It's, it's been a bit of a whirlwind because I will say that it's actually a bit tricky when I do work with the other company because people in my area have started to know me for me. So like I'll do an event and I have to, when I'm under the other company, represent them. Like I have the contract signed, I have to talk about them. I can't talk about myself, but there are people who, who know me for book broke. And so it gets into this like tricky kind of thing where I think it starts to get actually confusing for other people and a little bit confusing <laughs> for myself. But what I do love about working with another company versus my own is that I get to be with other actors and like have that feel of being Alice and interacting with the Mad Hatter versus just being Alice by herself, which makes it, you know, just as an actor so much more fun and so much more easier to to improv and be in the experience. I sometimes like have to remind myself because every company works different. That I'm like, oh, I have to stick to their game. We, we can't do like my game because that's not how this is run right now. So I have to like mentally be like, Brooke, it's not Brooke, Brooke right now. Um, but I, I do like following direction or I will say that company, they'll do like choreography sometimes. And that's something I teach the kids a little princess dance, but they like to put on like a full like all the characters are doing a dance at the same time. And that's where it makes me feel like, oh, yeah, like, this is like theater. This is really fun. So those are the fun aspects of working with another company and then the most confusing parts for me. 
Yeah, absolutely. And how would you find, because do you interact with the Princess Network as far as like the princesses around the world that own companies? I've recently been doing this little series on TikTok and kind of Instagram and YouTube um, where I've been posting a video saying like, hey, if you play Rapunzel and you'd like to do a video, reach out to me. And so the most recent one was one where we all shared the lie that we tell or the excuse of why our hair doesn't glow when we're at a party. And I've also recently been working on an Elsa one that hopefully I'll post next week. So it's been fun to connect to other party princesses and see what they say to kids and even just seeing like what their costumes look like. Or this one girl, she's amazing. Um, she answered it in German. And when she was Rapunzel, that was really cool because Rapunzel is technically from Germany. So it's been awesome getting to know the other princesses through social media like that. That's so exciting. And just as someone that coaches princesses from all around the world, I would say that it's so beautiful to see how everybody takes their princess party company or their character company and they all do it differently. Like nobody does a cookie cutter job. You know, everybody has their own creativity in their uh, company. Everybody has their own direction, their own ideas their own ways of showing up for the kids and teaching ethics and values. And I think that's one of the coolest parts is like, none of us are cookie cutter. All of us are doing things in our own creative way to make a positive impact in this world. So that being said, your name is actually really unique. So how did you come up with Book Brook? Well, I definitely came up with it in 2013. I think I was just trying to think of something catchy. Maybe my mom helped me. I wish I had like a better answer for this. I'm like, wow, this is a long time ago. Um, I, I know that I like the slogan book brook for all your princess party needs. I used to put that, I think that's like on my banner and I used to put that like as the tag on my Facebook page and everything. So I guess one day it just like came into my head and then I was like, all right, sounds good to me. We're keeping it. <laughs> yeah. Just divine synchronicity. It was just meant to be. Yep. Just, just happened. <laughs> that's so cool. Well, amazing. Do you have anything that any tips or any advice or just anything that you would like to say to any princesses or company owners that are listening to this podcast around the world? I would like to say to just have fun. And I know that's so stereotypical, like it's such a stereotype of an answer, but I think sometimes it's so easy when we first start being a princess to think about how we look and do we have the right dress and do we have the right wig? And you know what, those things will come at the right time. You will grow your business and you'll end up updating things. There's even things right now that I still want to update. And I'm like, you know what, I'm gonna give this wig the rest of the summer and then we'll get a new Ariel. So don't worry about having all the perfect things right now what really matters is you and your heart and what you put into it because that's what people end up seeing the kids don't remember rapunzel's eyeshadow they remember when rapunzel danced with them and those are the most important elements that's beautiful thank you brooke and thank you for just being a ray of light in this world and for bringing your creativity your passion and your talent to the princess party community and for like truly embodying the princesses and making a positive impact in not only your customers' lives, but in all the princesses' lives. Because when we show up as the best version of ourselves, we make the entire princess collective stronger and better. Well, thank you. And I have to say, Lexis, you, like I'm, you have such a wonderful elegance when you speak. <laughs> I'm jealous of like how, wonderful you sound and it just all sounds so elegant so thank you for having me on your podcast i love listening to your voice 
<laughs> That's amazing. Well, thank you for the compliment because it's something that I've definitely been practicing over the past couple of years because I did not always sound elegant. Like public speaking was something that I had to just continuously do. It's like that thing that we talked about, pushing yourself outside of your comfort zone and just perfecting something and getting better at it and mastering it. And life itself is something that we are constantly mastering, you know? So thank you so much for the compliment. I truly appreciate it. It means the world to me. Of course. Well, thank you so much for joining me. And I'm sure that we will be in touch very soon. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you loved what you heard, be sure to share it with me by visiting me on Instagram at Bippity Boppity Bankrolls or visit me on my website at Bippity Boppity Bankrolls.com. I love and I adore you and I can't wait to connect with you on the next episode. Have a magical day.